All right, good morning. We are back. It is Tuesday, July 27th. Yeah, my name is Steve Durr. I'm your host for this um, this week, and I'm joined with Kevin and Stacy Christians. Uh, and so I'm excited that they're here. Um, I always get nervous when I ask people to be on the podcast, and um, so I'm excited when they say yes. Um, and so anyways, uh, Kevin and Stacey, thank you for your insights yesterday. Thanks, Thanks for being here this week. On Tuesdays, um, we like to give our guests a chance to kind of share a little bit about who Jesus is to them, or maybe something recently Jesus has been doing in their life. Um, and so I know that you guys uh, got them talked back in church right, right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, some of our listeners might remember that conversation. Um, but if you could just kind of share a little bit with us, um, Kevin or Stacey, kind of what God's doing in your life individually or as a family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, looks like I'll be the one to sum that one up. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a long journey. Uh, Stacy and I both grew up in in Christian households, and uh, you know we we went to church. We both made profession of faith as teenagers, and uh, you know we we lived that Christian school life and that church on Sunday life, and uh, you know things things were fine the way they were supposed to be, and then. Uh, we got married and things were great and we went through uh, a couple miscarriages and that was hard and uh, I know Stacy especially uh, being the awesome mother that she is had some struggles and that caused some trial and some questioning in her own personal life uh, and uh, shortly after that we had Carson uh, a true blessing and then he uh, was diagnosed with type 1 which type 1 diabetes and that was uh, a hard one for me to swallow. And uh, I went through my own set of trials and tribulations there. And then um, God uh, blessed us with Cooper uh, two years ago. And uh, things like we, we kind of were looking back on things and Stacy and I can share some notes of my relationship with God was never stronger than it was when she was going through um, some of her doubt and uh, then all of a sudden the tables kind of turned and I was having those similar doubts and doubting all the things I had believed uh, growing up and Stacy can say that her faith was never stronger than it was until that point so we knew that God was playing a role in that we were it's, it's hard to say sometimes but we went through that for a reason Mm -hmm. uh, and God brought us back to him and our lives have been nothing short of amazing since. Yeah. And, and the relationship with God is just really, <laughs> really come through and better yes. than, better than we ever thought yeah. it, it would have been by, yes. you know, being going through the motions as, as kids. And, mm -hmm. and it, it took some dark times and, uh, we, we were there for each other and, uh, we had a great support system around us, whether we saw it at the time or not. And, uh, victory point played a huge role in, yeah. in that for us. So it's just, it's much more real than when it was growing up. It was more yeah. tradition. This is what we do. And you just go through the motions almost. And it's, it's just our relationship with Jesus is real. It's, yeah. it's mm -hmm. not just a habit emotion that we do. It's, it's real. And definitely the struggles we've gone through have made us see that. And people here at Victory Point have helped us see that and um, recognize it and grow that in us too. So I wasn't going to cry today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. I know that one thing I love about what 
um, that you guys just shared about is just how um, God has given you each other so that when one was high, uh, or one one was low, mm-hmm. the other one was high, and you mm-hmm. both and you were there for each other. And mm-hmm. um, and then I remember when when we first met, we were in a huddle at um, Adams, yes, the uh, Hans and the McClendons, and that was when uh, Carson was first diagnosed. Yes, and mm-hmm. we barely knew you, and, and we just saw very outside service. But already, I thought, man, just seeing you guys go through that, and just you know, from a very outside perspective, these past five years. Um, your strength um, through that and you know like you said it happened for a reason and oftentimes we're not sure we're not sure what that is but I know God will use that mm-hmm. um, that struggle mm-hmm. um, and that victory that you guys had together um, so anyways now I'm, I'm babbling and, <laughs> but it just I, it's just neat to hear how God supported you you with each other mm-hmm. uh, during the tough times and um, so whether our listeners have, uh, you know, whether it's through marriage or a best friend, um, hopefully all your listeners have someone in your life that God has placed there so that when you're low, um, they can be a support for you. And when they're low, you can be a support for them. So mm-hmm. thank you for being vulnerable. And thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of being vulnerable, this is a good transition. Um, <laughs> our our uh, um, passage today is Psalm 51. Uh, 1 through 12, and it's actually the psalm that David wrote um, after Nathan confronted him about his um, sin with Bathsheba. So what we just talked about yesterday, and so now we see David's reaction. Yesterday, Nathan called him out, and through this psalm, we see David's reaction to that. So, um, Stacy, would you be willing to read for us Psalm 51, 1 through 12, and mm-hmm. we'll just kind of discuss it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have the New Living Translation, just so it sounds, if it sounds different. Um, have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You broke. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, Kevin, as as Stacey read through that, or as you prepare for this, what what stands out from this passage for you? Um, Where do you hear um, God's voice and Spirit speaking to you through this? Um mainly because it kind of speaks to the the story Stacy and I just shared uh, in, in verse eight, David is saying, let me hear the joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Mm-hmm. I, I think David knew he was broken. Uh, it, it, it makes me wonder if he wasn't hearing those things and, and he was, he couldn't see those things, uh, which I think Stacy and I can both attest to as we uh, kind of shared with some of the demons we battled during that period of time. And it, that verse really stands out of, as I, I remember that 
deep sadness and, and not knowing. Um, but you also get the same thing in that, in that verse where David said, let the bones you have crushed rejoice for even David knew uh, at some point he was going to come through that. He knew his, his crushed bones or his soul or his spirit was, was going to one day rejoice. And he still had faith in God through that time. So, that's what I read into in there. Yeah, Sorry. no, that's great. So where David is kind of at the, the depths of his sin and understanding where he's, he's still crying out, hey, God, I know that you can rescue. Let me hear that, those, that rejoicing again. Let mm-hmm. me hear um, what you have for me, mm-hmm. um, despite what I've done. Uh, and he kind of looks forward to being able to hear that again. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Thank you. Stacey, what about you? What? What stands out to you? Um, I'm going to see verse 12. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Um, God gives us choices, but David says, like, make me willing. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't. it's almost like he doesn't want a choice anymore. Like, he just wants God to do it for him. But also he just wants to be doing what God wants him to do. He doesn't want to sin anymore. He wants to just be willing to obey. Um, and I think that's hard for us too. I mean, I think that's what we all want, but in the day to day and everyday life, you just kind of sometimes don't think about it in all that you're doing and you make bad choices and you do things that you shouldn't be doing. Um, but that just kind of stuck out to me tonight. Yeah. So whereas, um, we all know what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes our sinful nature, um, whatever the sin is, whatever our desires kind of get in the way, so sometimes we just need to say, God, just make me willing to do mm-hmm. that, to, you know, to want to be um, righteous or to want to be um, living within your will, even though my body doesn't want to yeah. <laughs> make my heart willing. Yeah. 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 Well, what else? And anything else that, um, and, you know, again, as you think about reflecting back to the story that we talked about yesterday, um, as David was confronted, he's now confessing to God. Anything else that kind of jumped out? in this passage. Kind of think about how God was going to make all the punishment public. Um, Verse nine says, don't keep looking at my sins, remove the stain of my guilt. It's almost like, do we keep having to have these punishments out in the public and everybody knowing the sins kind of just asking God to just stop (laughs) looking at that. Stop worrying about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, I think um, in verse four, um, he says, against you and only you have I sinned and done was evil in your sight so that you were proved right when you speak and justified when you're judged. So I think he is as harsh as those punishments were. You know, David's saying, look, you, you're right. You're justified mm-hmm. in what you've done. Um, you know, you have every right to punish me. And he, he says, cast me uh, don't cast me out. He saw that happen to Saul. You know, mm-hmm. when Saul uh, did not, you know, do what God wanted to do, Saul was removed. And David mm-hmm. says, you know, don't do that to me. Um, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Um, although you could, and although probably I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that that willingness to not only admit that he sinned, but to recognize God's sovereignty uh, and to accept that. Um, and then to ask um, to be something new, to create, a, I mean, a pure heart, a steadfast spirit, a willing spirit for him to say, okay, yep, um, it's more than just me saying I'm sorry. It's me then also wanting to 
be created anew, anew yeah. a spirit. So I don't know if that mm -hmm. uh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, anything? Oh. <laughs> They're passing their notes yeah. back and forth. Um, They're supposed to. Uh, pass that's allowed. You're allowed to pass notes yeah. back okay. so That's fine. I passed them to Stacy. Check in. One of the questions was if we have any examples from our life. Oh, yeah. Um, and so when I was battling depression after our first two miscarriages, um, I just kept praying. Like I felt like the only prayer I could pray was God give us another baby, and it was a very long wait and we just weren't having that prayer answered and it was really hard to keep praying it but i felt like i had no other i didn't know what else to do and kevin one night with all of his wisdom just said i needed to change my prayer and i just thought you're crazy i can't like mm -hmm. what <laughs> we want a baby we want to start a family um, but he encouraged me to pray for joy and peace and so i started doing that and i know he had been praying that for me and I'm sure many others were as well. And God changed my heart. And <laughs> yeah. uh, and shortly after that is when we got pregnant with Carson. And God provided. It was just, yeah. There was a very clear uh, defining point where you could see where some of that darkness had left and, and come uh, and and started shining through her again and mm -hmm. not that i take any credit for it whatever words i may have said god put there yeah but sure. it was it was a defining moment for her and and this mm -hmm. this passage kind of reminds me of that because mm -hmm. david eight. give yep. me back my joy again yeah <laughs> yep and that was definitely something that happened so we've told other people too when you're stuck in a situation you might have to change your prayer of what you're praying yeah. for. Yeah. Um, so we were praying for the outcome that we thought yeah. was going to make us happy when we mm -hmm. don't really know what God's plan yeah. is. So my suggestion was pray for peace while we wait for God to deliver his plan to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and that's actually going to kind of foreshadow some things we'll talk about later in this week. Um, with, when we talk the story about the manna and, uh, and I think that's, that might be tomorrow's passage, but um, but I love that. And I, you know, just to hear um, you say, look, this is not what we want, but this is what we're going to ask for instead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, changing your perspective to what God wants for you. And, and obviously, um, you know, you've been blessed with two wonderful kids and, yeah. um, and, you know, so God knows what he was doing that sounds very glib for me because I'm not no. saying that the miscarriages were God. Nope. No, it, but yeah, we understand. Know, yeah, there's you know that joy that you get from your boys. You know, mm -hmm. is what God's plan was all along. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of sum up what you guys were talking about. I'm doing a very <laughs> poor job of it because what you said was so awesome. So, pop, go back and rewind like 30 seconds. <laughs> listen to what Kevin and Stacy said. Um, and that's your takeaway for this, this podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just, in, in summing up what David did in this passage, he had sinned greatly publicly. He was called out on it. Um, uh, and then he just said, okay, 
what I did was wrong and I need to pray to God to create a clean heart. So that's my challenge for you guys um, who are listening. Just There may be things in your life um, that are not um, right with you and God. Um, so have this Psalm, Psalm 51, be your, your prayer. Um, your crying out to God to say, create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit in me, um, and cast me not, uh, yeah, cast me not from the joy of your salvation. Now I'm saying that wrong. Um, <laughs> cast me not from the joy of my salvation, uh, but just renew a steadfast spirit in me. So um, may you um, honor God throughout what you do today. May you find ways to rejoice in him and uh, seek his will for your life. So the Lord bless you and keep you. Lord, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.